Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Why, hello everyone. Welcome to tonight's program of Educated. I am Katie Patrick, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. David Fiorazzo. Absolutely. And we got some good stuff to talk about, as we always do every night. Now, before we get to that, of course, we've been telling you and telling you and telling you some more about Freedom Project Academy. It is our K-12 Judeo-Christian classical online school, <laughs> and we are still enrolling students for this upcoming fall. I know it's summer. But think about the fall. <laughs> We'd love for you to take a little look-see at what we provide here at Freedom Project. Now, your child or your grandchild or your niece or nephew, whoever, can enroll full-time or just take a single course with us. So to get the information and learn how to do that, you request your free information packet today at freedomforschool.com. Freedom, F-O-R, school.com. Well, thank you, Katie. You're most welcome. So, friends, it's once again that special time to check in with Mr. Alex Newman to see what story he has to share this week. Hey, Alex. Thanks, guys. Great to be here. And so <laughs> those I told you so moments. Um, we have been warning, of course, for many, many years uh, here on this program, on the Dr. Duke show, that uh, the LGBT activists were coming for your children. And of course, now they are not just admitting it, they are celebrating it. So you've got uh, self-proclaimed proud uh, homosexuals, gender-confused individuals, and queers, as they like to describe themselves, marching down the streets of New York City, chanting loudly that they are coming for your children. Uh, this spectacle uh, sparked international condemnation and confirmed what anti-grooming activists have been warning about for many years, only to be told that we were conspiracy theorists and haters and all the rest of it. Uh, and of course, all this is happening in the context of massive indoctrination and sexualization of children across America by big corporations, by big government, by the public schools, etc. Uh, at the same time, you had uh, these so-called pride parades all over the country where naked homosexual men were running around naked, displaying their genitalia to little children. We're not going to show you the, the grotesque images and clips, but uh, we will show you the segment from this pride parade where they brag that they're coming for your children. Uh, and of course, this just happened uh, less than two years after the San Francisco homosexual men's choir drew international condemnation for singing a song where they promised to convert and corrupt your children. So in this uh, chant in the New York City Pride Parade, these marchers are actually chanting, we're here, we're queer, and we're coming for your children. And you probably don't believe me, so here is the video. here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. In saner times, uh, this kind of thing would have been met with uh, jail sentences, right? Uh, threat come for someone's children is a very serious crime. It should be a very serious crime. Uh, there are many videos from this disgusting uh, spectacle. Uh, tens of millions of people have now seen them on Twitter. A lot of these chanters were naked or half naked. It's just totally crazy. Uh, obviously, swift condemnation across the United States. This even became an international scandal. People in other countries are just appalled by what is happening in America. Um, and of course, the media went to homosexual activists for quotes on this. Some of them condemned the rhetoric. Others said, oh, it's probably 
probably just a joke. You know, they're just trying to poke fun at conservatives. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, a congressman from Georgia, she put out a statement along with a video of this grooming saying uh, the movement grooms minors to have mastectomies and castration and fuels a multi-billion dollar medical child abuse industry. Uh, passed the Protect Children's Innocence Act, Let Kids Be Kids. Uh, this bill would ban uh, castration and hysterectomies of children, among other things. Um, but, you know, don't think that this was just some fringe weirdos at this event promising to come for your children. Uh, other people who were at this event included uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, New York Governor Kathy Hochul, and New York City Mayor Eric Adams. All were marching in this whatever you want to call it. Um, this is the 53rd annual event of its kind. Uh, they're commemorating the violent uprising, riot, insurrection, whatever you want to call it, where a bunch of homosexual activists rose up and beat up police and, and used violence against police, which apparently is acceptable if you're a rainbow people, uh, not if you believe the election was stolen and you going to the Capitol after being invited in by police. So yeah, very strange double standards. Um, I, I mentioned earlier the San Francisco Homosexual Men's Choir singing the quiet part out loud. Um, here's a, a little segment from there. They say, you think we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked? Funny, just this once, you're correct. We'll convert your children. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. Someone's gotta teach them not to hate So, folks, this has gotten really, really bad. This is really, really extreme at this point. In fact, it's gotten so extreme that even homosexual activists are trying to distance themselves from this freak show. Uh, Fox News contributor and homosexual activist D-Roy Murdoch is calling on homosexuals to divorce themselves from the alphabet people. Uh, he says normal gay people should flee the alphabet people before we get fatally trampled. Uh, and one of the grotesque examples he pointed to was this we're coming for your children thing in New York. Uh, he pointed to polls showing that the American people are very rapidly turning against this debauchery uh, among Republicans. 56% a couple years ago said gay and lesbian relations were morally acceptable. Uh, this year, that was down to just 41%. And as we reported not long ago, uh, even middle school children in left-wing places like Massachusetts are rising up against this indoctrination. But folks, uh, when sex fiends and perverts announce boldly that they're coming for your children, we need to take them very, very seriously. We need to take them at their word. Uh, parents and society at large have an obligation to protect these young, innocent children from this vile grooming, from this perversion. Uh, these attacks are now everywhere. They're in the big business, as I mentioned, big government, uh, even on the, on the streets with naked people running around. Uh, enough is enough. This has to stop. And parents, it begins with you. Thanks, guys. Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Looking for a K-12 classical online school built on Judeo-Christian values? FPA is enrolling now for the fall. Request your free information packet at freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. The Satanic Temple, TST is planning a tour to bring a band called Satanic Planet to different states, 
to mock God and specifically try counteracting Christian musician Sean Foyt's Let Us Worship concert tour, which is performed at several state capitals around the country. Foyt responded to the news by saying, Imitation is the highest form of flattery. More on this in a minute. I'm David Fiorazzo, and this is Christ and Culture. You may have heard of Let Us Worship, a prayer, worship, and revival movement that has gained some momentum since the chaos of the COVID-19 pandemic a couple years ago. Anyway, this week happens to be its three-year anniversary, and countless lives have been saved or set free from addiction, fear, and hopelessness through Jesus Christ as a result. Now, The Satanic Temple is looking to send its band to cities following Sean Foyt's tour, only theirs will exalt darkness on the Let Us Burn, Let Us Burn tour. Lucian Greaves, founder of the Satanic Temple and leader of the band Satanic Planet, announced his tour on Twitter. He said this, He, Foyt, has his opinions, and we have ours. But one thing the government cannot do is preference his viewpoint over ours by giving him exclusive access to perform a concert on Capitol grounds. That stage is every bit as much much ours as it is his. So, in the name of pluralism and religious liberty, there are some state, state capitals that are likely soon to be hosting Satanic Planet shows. Anyway, the Satanic Temple's band has even copied Foyt's logo, but uses an upside-down cross instead. Oh, oh, let us burn. It seems the Satanists and their useful idiots are trying to play catch-up on some of the things that Christians are doing to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's good news. Now, they can imitate, mock, or counterfeit, but they seem to have a problem creating right? Why? Because that's God's job, the creator. But, you know, they're trying to do their best. They recently launched a subscription-based media platform called the Satanic Temple TV, announcing plans to open its own school after Oklahoma approved the state's first taxpayer-funded religious charter school. Nathan Shaw Fuller is the communications coordinator for Intercessors for America. He said this, As Christians begin seeing policy wins across the nation, TST is raising challenges at every turn. The organization's Let Us Burn tour is only the latest in a long list of attempts to counter the influence of Christianity. We have to remember, however, that God is in control. Amen. Remember, the darker it gets in this world and in our culture, the brighter every true believer's light shines. News stories like this are signs that the end is getting near, by the way. In recent years, the Satanic Temple instigated a similar campaign against Christians holding good news clubs, because Christians have been doing that for years in elementary schools, by starting their own after-school Satan club, arguing that, quote, The evangelical after-school clubs have created the need for satanic after-school clubs to offer a contrasting balance to students' extracurricular activities, end quote. Back in February, the Satanic Temple launched a new religious medical services arm, and ready? They began doing abortions. That's right, medical 
service in quotes. They see abortion as a religious ritual and compares murdering babies to baptism or communion for Christians. What Democrats and progressives call a choice, the Satanic Temple calls child sacrifice, and they recognize the religious nature of abortion. Their day is coming, friends. I take no pleasure in saying this. God is real. Truth wins. Christ has overcome the world and has redeemed us, and believers must endure. But over and over, the Bible warns people to repent and describes coming judgment. For example, the Apostle Peter wrote this, Know this, first of all, that in the last days, mockers will come with their mocking, following after their own lusts, 2 Peter 3.3. He points out that they mock God's promises, and Peter then continues by saying this, it escapes their notice that by the word of God, the heavens existed long ago and the earth was formed out of water and by water, through which the world at that time was destroyed by being flooded with water. But by his word, the present heavens and earth are being reserved for fire, kept for the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly people. Second Peter 3, 5 through 7. So, we are here for such a time as this. Nothing surprises God. The Lord of the universe wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. But of course, not everyone will receive the good news of the gospel. Nonetheless, keep preaching in season and out of season. This is the perspective that believers must maintain when we're getting overwhelmed with the perversions, persecutions, and pressures of this temporary world. Stand firm, my friends. God bless you and keep speaking the truth about things that matter. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, -E EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company. Hello, America. Welcome to One Nation. I'm your host, Dr. Jake Jacobs. As many of you know, I have been told by a lot of leftists lately to live and let live, especially when it comes to this whole alphabet pride people stuff going on in the month of June. But I got to tell you something. When it comes to the trans activists that I call trans radicals, those who love Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals, which the very first radical, according to Hillary Clinton's mentor, Saul Alinsky, was Lucifer. So when it comes to these trans activists, I call them trans radicals. And I can't and I won't live and let live because the trans radicals are not living and let live. They are doubling down on their militant agenda to transform normalcy, humanity, biology, and psychology into their bizarre world of unreality. Now, some people say to me, hey, Jake, why do you call the pride folk the alphabet people? Well, I got to tell you something, it's, it's bizarre in this day and age. You know, the BBC says there's over 100 plus different genders. 
right? Well, let's take a listen to the Prime Minister of Canada, the woke Prime Minister, how he tries to actually uh, spell out the LGBTQ alphabet people. Here goes. I will never apologize for standing up for an LGDP, uh, LGT, LBT, LGBTQ2 plus uh, kids' rights <laughs> to not have to undergo conversion therapy. I have to admit, this is funny. This is almost as good as listening to Joe Biden speak. Uh, and by the way, you know, this, this Justin Trudeau, he's about as woke as they get. He was one of these World Economic Forum young generational leaders. And, and this guy is very has done serious damage to Canada in so many ways. But I'm laughing about his inability to pronounce the LGBT people or the alphabet people properly. But this is a comedy that's a trans tragedy. And it's not funny. It's, it's despicable. It's deplorable. It's actually horrible. It's holocaustistic almost. That T, that T within the alphabet people, it even has people within the LGB community very concerned about their radical agenda. They're going after parents who won't kowtow, who won't bow to their butchery, their demands, and their dictates. Look at what this uh, Republican from the state of uh, California has said recently. You know, they had the Assembly Bill 957, and it, now it went into the Senate, and the Senate committee passed it, 8 to 1. Now it's going to go through a whole Senate hearing, and it might get in the desk of the leftist woke governor, uh, Gavin Newsom. And that Republican senator by the name of Wilk, Scott Wilk, says, parents in California, get out of Dodge, flee California, have a mass exodus, get away, because if you don't affirm, according to this legislation that's going through California right now, if you don't affirm your child's transgender from a he to a she or a she to a he, or if you're gender fluid, you're, you're a, a boy on Monday and you're a girl on Wednesday and you don't know what you are on Friday, if you don't affirm that insanity, then they will fine you and eventually they could eventually put you in jail. I'm not making this stuff up. It sounds like something out of the Soviet Union or Nazi Germany. Now, there's a mother by the name of Erin Friday who had to deal with her own daughter's world of, of gender dysphoria. And she, this took her, she became very active in this world of, of the alphabet people. And she started to study it. She started to study curricula. She started to study this legislation in California. And she now is standing up and speaking out. She's a hero of mine. Her name is Erin Friday. Listen to what she says about this assembly bill. Here goes. I am Erin Friday, lead of our duty, an attorney and a mother of a girl who used to believe that she was a boy. AB 957 is the first bill in the nation to codify into law that a parent who does not affirm the gender identity of the child is abusive. There is no nuance in this bill. It matters not the age of the child, the absurdity of the identity, adopted comorbid mental health issues or persistence. Family court judges will be compelled to favor the child who will affirm the ch child's delusion. Parents can easily game the system and use gender as retaliation against each other. What happens when one parent will socially affirm the child but will not agree to medicalize? Does the parent willing to do more transitioning prevail? AB 957 unambiguously states that the health Safety and welfare of the child includes a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity. 
If it passes, it will be child abuse if one does not affirm a child's gender identity. It's Erin Friday. I got to tell you something. She is a hero of mine. She is being bold. She is taking action. She is standing up before the powers before her, before the powers in California that are going to want to accuse, that are accusing parents who don't affirm their child's gender dysphoria as uh, child abuse. Guys, there is so much more to say, but for the rest of the story, watch the full episode of One Nation. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. All right, friends, unless you've been living under a rock, we've all heard the famed Walt Disney World in Florida um, now, despite a lot of the DEI initiatives they've been pushing, pushing, pushing over the last few years, millions of people are still flocking to the Magic Castle. And some have even decided to call it home. What do I mean? Golden Oak is an exclusive community and the only residential area located inside the Disney Resort. Right now, one of the 299 high-end homes is hitting the market for nearly just $20 million. Take a look. Disney superfans, here's one for you. A lavish mansion with extravagant themed rooms that's on the grounds of Disney World in Orlando, Florida, has come to the market for $19 million. Not only is the mansion on Disney World property, it's within a community called Golden Oak, developed by Disney. And then within that, it's part of the Four Seasons Resort. That's three layers of exclusivity, and unsurprisingly, it comes with perks galore. From access to a country club and early Disney movie screenings, to all of the amenities of the luxury hotel. The house itself has a timeless Mediterranean exterior, but inside is where things get really interesting. Two of the bedrooms are show-stoppingly Disney-themed. One, a frozen space, has life-size characters, a wintry mural, and lights that mimic snow. The other is a Finding Nemo bedroom with a lofted nautical bed and seagulls that begin squawking when you walk in the door. It looks like Disney Imagineering did it. They didn't, but it's that kind of quality. The piece de resistance, meanwhile, is the home theater designed as an homage to Star Wars with automatic doors that open with the whoosh sound you expect from a spaceship, lightsaber background noise, and a beeping R2-D2, it's like you're on the deck of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, we'll get to talking about that in a moment. Oh, but boy. just so you know, on average, residents in Golden Oak are going to pay roughly $30,000 a year in their little HOA dues. So on top of that $19 million, every year you are also paying $30,000. But for the money, hey, you get a five-minute drive to the Magic Kingdom. It's so close that residents can see the park's fireworks from their homes. 
Now, Disney also handles the community's day-to-day operations and provides the residents with transportation to the parks and even gives them early access to the new rides. Ooh. Now, Disney animators and actors also are going to come to the community's clubhouse to host seminars, and the community has several restaurants. David, would you even do that for... A tenth of that cost. <laughs> no. Um, true story. When I moved out to Southern California in 1985, I literally lived in Anaheim, California, kitty corner from Disneyland. Ooh. Disneyland. Right across the street from the Disneyland Hotel. I did see the fireworks going off every night. I could go out on the balcony of my little condo, <laughs> see the fireworks. And people, when they came in from out of town, were thrilled. But I was like, eh. But, but to... To pay that much money. Right? This is what I'm saying. For something, I mean, it's my, one of the most, when, when you think about, okay, think about the inner city. And you know in Florida, Florida, you've got homeless. You've got people that are in need. Um, and yet you're promoting this kind of thing. It's really disappointing. Lavish lifestyle. And no, I would not. I mean, I, you couldn't, if you said here, David, live here for free. And you just you pay the, no. <laughs> and you just pay the homeowner no. association. Uh, no. no, thank you. Not that close to Disney. See, Anything Disney. One of my things is the actual like like you brought up the fireworks. Oh, this is the coolest. After about two nights, you're like, shh. No, you'll enjoy them for a few weeks. I, a few weeks, and then you're done. You're like, I have things I'm doing. And then you, then you, you kind of don't hear there. them anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm so. Can you? Could you hear the music too? No. That they all, because no. if they would pipe in that music, oh, that would be no. awful. But okay, let's take a look at those photos again. Oh, cool. That's kind of neat. But again, after what? A couple nights, a couple weeks of it. Number one, that room looks scary for if you have a young child, well, the like shark. the shark. Well, it's Finding Could be Nemo. cool. Finding Nemo. But so. looks like horrifying. And then the frozen room also looked kind of like, oh, you wake up in the middle of the night and Elsa's just staring at you. <sighs> I'm well, we do live in the United States of entertainment, so someone's got to come up with stuff like this. Oh, hey, sure. let's build mansions, you know, luxury mansions on the grounds of a theme park and charge. What was the price? $19 million. $19 million. Plus 30000 a year okay. per year. But hey, you get to Jeez. early access. Whoop-a-dee-doo. Uh, All right, well... That's going to wrap up Educated for this week. David, how do you feel about this week? How'd it go? Uh, Mixed emotions. Well, with Independence Day approaching, we do need to say, Katie and I will be taking next week off to spend time with family, friends, and catching up around the house and my doggies. But God willing, we'll be back here the following week, hopefully, with all of you and all of our fingers and toes. So as always, thanks for watching, listening, sharing, please and supporting the show. Have a blessed 4th of July and stay educated, America. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel, hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.